Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Real Estate Matters. For over nine years, the voice of real estate in Flagler County in Palm Coast, Florida. I'm Toby Tobin from GoToby.com. I'm a Florida licensed commercial realtor with Grand Living Commercial Realty. This show is sponsored every week by Flagler County Home Builders Association, Clan Construction, American Village. It's a gated 55-plus community where I just moved in as a new resident. And new sponsor, Hammock Community Church. That happens to be where I am every Sunday morning. I heard American Village voted you as their, uh, the HOA voted you as their mascot. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think I might have raised the average age, even though it is a 55-plus community. <laughs> Keeping them accountable. Okay, that voice you're hearing is uh, co-host Walker Douglas. Uh, we're here in the studio, WNCF studio. We also have a guest today, Amy Lukasik, who is the Tourism Development Director. And we've glad had Amy on be- before, and we're glad to have her back. Thank you for having me. She's got an important job. We do have quite a bit of tourism. We're going to hear about that at, right after I go over just a few real estate statistical numbers, uh, August this is as of Thursday afternoon. 869 homes for sale. That's up from 835 last week. So that's quite a significant jump. It might just be a blip. We don't. We won't know until we watch it for a month or two to see if that's rising. But we have been suffering from a lack of homes available for sale. There are 384 under contract, and that's pretty much the same number that was that it was last week. So far this month in Palm Coast, there have been 103 single-family residential permits issued, single-family homes, and uh, 15 uh, duplexes. So that means 30 residential units because you have to multiply duplexes times two. Yeah, you were very good at um, language. Do you pick right up on that? So 133, that's just in the city. So far this month, we've got almost another week to go. But when you think about new construction, take every new residential unit, multiply it times 2.2 or 2.3, and that's how many more new residents we're creating yeah. each, each month. I, I, don't, I don't know about these 0.2 residents, though. I don't see a lot of them around. Well, actually, when you um, you go to some of the public meetings and listen to some of the public comments, uh, some of them only rate a point two. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I like the ones that go the whole three minutes. Yeah, those are my favorite. Yeah, you usually go the whole three minutes. I usually I usually get cut off. Yeah, you at do. three minutes because yeah. uh, I I can't talk as fast as I think. <laughs> So, um, homes sold so far, 165. Median price, 373,495. That's uh, scooching up a little bit. Last week it was 365, but that that bounces around. We'll probably be in about this range by the end of the month. So, Amy, tourism is a big deal in Flagler County. Uh, the hospitality industry is a, 
um, major employer in Fargo County. And as director of the tourism for tourism development, what does your what does your office do? Because it well, in short, um, we kind of have two initiatives, two main areas of focus, and that's to contribute both economically and to make sure our quality of life here as residents um, continues to be improved. Um, and we do that through promotional marketing efforts uh, of Flagler County. Okay, and and you're you're part of the Flagler County government. Yes, mm-hmm. we report so. to the Board of County Commissioners. Mm-hmm. Okay, and how are you funded by the Board of County Commissioners? Or I know you have a bed tax. Yes, sir. We are one hundred percent funded by bed tax, which is when. Someone comes in our community and stays in a hotel, uh, stays at the resort, an Airbnb, a campground. Uh, they have a 5% bed tax, and that is how we are funded. Okay, so you, you don't use taxpayer dollars. No, sir. All of your money comes from outsiders. That's, we import taxpayers. You know, we, we like that. Yes, we do. Okay, now, so you report then to the county com- uh, Board of County Commissioners? Correct. And they're the ones that if, that if you take a project forward, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you don't just get to spend the money willy-nilly. You have to build a case. Yep, and there's take still, it's still public the, money, so we are accountable uh, for it. Uh, by statute, there is a Tourist Development Council of nine members that comprise of local elected officials and people that are in the industry, including uh, the lodgers who collect the tax. They obviously have a vested interest. So uh, we bring uh, anything that um, we are looking to do before the Tourist Development Council. We meet quarterly, and then uh, those recommendations are presented to the Board of County Commissioners who have the final say. So last last week we had Shelley from the Tax Collectors Department talking about the enforcement and collection mm, uh, of, of those of those monies, and uh, they seem to be very thorough. Very. Yeah, so how? Uh, so they're doing a good job. But our our collections up this year over last year. Yes, we just recently um, got our July numbers, and we are up eight percent. In July, which was actually, we're always a month behind in our collection. So, although it's reported in July, it's activity that happened in June. So, it's all the hotel stays that happened in June. And right now, we're up for the year 5.56, and there's about two months left. Um, I projected that we would probably end flat for the year, and I, I'm still sticking by that. I, I think we're going to have a soft next two months. Mm-hmm. But uh, we did well during the pandemic. We did we very not? well. Yeah. We did very well. Yeah, of course, uh, the whole state did. And that got, uh, as people started freeing up from lockdowns, they, they, they were ready to, to places travel. Places like Florida, yeah, and spent some money too. Yeah. Um, where Where does most of your money come from? Does it come from hotels and motels, or is it mostly from the vacation rentals, or is that balance shifting? Yes and yes. Uh, The highway hotels are a very, very important part of our product. And yes, um, we have a large vacation rental uh, product up at the hammock um, area. And uh, 
We have a new hotel. It's going to be breaking ground soon in Flagler Beach. Next month. We haven't had a new hotel since the Hilton Garden Inn. 2008. Oh. I think we're... I think we're ready. I think, we're, I think it's time. <laughs> um, what, what's the, the biggest draw that Flagler County offers? It's our, it's our quality of life. The same reasons that residents love to move here is the same reasons that people like to come visit here. It's a little bit slower pace. Um, you know, we say Mother Nature is our main attraction. We have wide open spaces, a lot of green space, the trail system, our beaches, our restaurants. They like that you can actually see the ocean um, when, when you're taking that drive. And it's just still that old Florida small town feel without being in the hustle and bustle. Yeah, there are very, very few places on the East Coast where you can drive literally along the ocean and see it. Yeah, and we're friendly. We're a friendly community. Yeah, I think so. We are. I, I, I know you are. Walker? I like I like your bed tax strategy, Amy, because it takes a lot of the burden off the taxpayer and also because it sounds like a painful surprise you might receive upon jumping on a bed riddled with office supplies. Bed tax. Tax. Bed. <laughs> you, you want to work on that one? Yeah, I was thinking about that while week? you all were talking. That's all I was really doing. Yeah, was and we, about that. We, we can, what a lot of residents don't understand or maybe not know is that that bed tax money a lot of times goes right back into the community and it's in things that they may not even know or aware about, anywhere from capital projects to beach renourishment um, projects. So, um, yeah, the, the you, you you fund events as well yep. too, don't you? Yep, we we have a, a marketing grant. So if you're putting on a an event, if you're an organization, um, we help fund 100 percent. If you choose to market outside of the county, um, we'll we'll pay for that. We pay for printing of brochures and posters, and you know your graphic design work that you may need. So I'm sure you're not ready to divulge the number, but do you have an idea what um, what kind of revenue the hotel in Flagler Beach would generate? Is that already something that you have in mind before the place breaks ground? Do you know what you know pricing looks like for the rooms and that? Well, I, I saw that the owner uh, was kind of aiming towards, I think he said, a $250 a night ADR, average daily rate. Uh, I think he, if if he truly feels that, I think he will quickly see he can command much higher than that. Hmm. So he's got a hundred rooms. Um, we hover close to lately, uh, 60% ish occupancy by year end. So you do the math, hundred rooms. No, no you do 60%. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But a hundred rooms. So 60% would be 60 rooms times $250. Mm-hmm times five percent it adds up additional revenue um and like you said we haven't had a new hotel what we have had increase um because we've had no new hotel product so if revenues are up then i get asked well and you have no new hotels where how is that happening well it's happening through a higher average daily rate and there's more and more vacation rentals coming online Mm -hmm. everyone's favorite What's, what's the what's the balance would you say between vacation rentals and, and traditional product? Uh, well, there's more. We call them listings, more rooms mm-hmm. through the vacation rental product. Mm-hmm. But they don't have 
perhaps as high an occupancy rate overall? They do. They do. Mm-hmm. They have higher. Most of them, too, uh, especially in peak time, they require a week stay. So if you're thinking about those homes that have many, many bedrooms mm-hmm. and what they yeah. can command on the beach there mm-hmm. a night and they have to stay seven nights, you do the math. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, good. What's the, what's the total revenue expected for your fiscal year? Um, about four point four four and a half million. That's an impressive number. Yeah, it's considering we have not added any hotels. Mm-hmm. Are are you aware of any potential new hotel locations or operators? No, we we get uh, inquiries a lot, um, and we provide them with as much um, data that they need. Um, but I'd I'd like to see a uh, a study done of how how that would look um, because we would like to to add some more, but we just want to be very thoughtful and mindful about where that would be and make sure it's a good fit of what we need in the community, Mm -hmm. not just. We'll hold that thought. We have to take a quick break. Don't go away, folks. We will be right back. Flagler County went straight to the front row when it came to the need and commitment. Free for all Friday, where local newsmakers talk it out. I mean, we don't swing from chandeliers or anything like that. That half-cent sales tax that we have collected over time has been used in great regards towards our school district. Hi, I'm David Ayers. Join me and Brian McMillan every Friday morning following the news at 9 on WNCF and worldwide on the Flagler Radio mobile app. Well, welcome back, everybody. I didn't go away. I'm glad you didn't either. Uh, we were talking about our hotel inventory uh, with Amy Lukasik, who is the Tourism Council Director. Yeah. I think I got that close enough. Yeah. And uh, Tourism Development Director. Tourism Development Director, right. She develops tourism. <laughs> but we were talking about the new hotel that's going to break ground very soon in Flagler Beach. That'll be 100 beds. But we don't have anything on the horizon to add more hotel bed inventory. Although there are a couple of projects that are going through zoning and planning and such at the city. One is at the City Marina down east where the old resort used to be. And that developer is putting together a plan that includes the possibility of a hotel. Mm-hmm. But, of course, you can't force a hotel to build. You, mm-hmm. And uh, it's kind of problematic of location like that. Would it be a good location, or do we really need to be looking beachside right. or up and down I-95? It would be more both. likely, yeah. But uh, then there's another development at the old cement plant that's going through uh, it it's had, probably not great branding to call it a new development in the old cement plant. <laughs> I think we're, they're probably trying to get away from that. Yeah, label. that's like we, we are not going to call the westward expansion the other side of the tracks. Right. No, we don't want to do that. A hotel would be good there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it would because yeah. I know some of the. I mean, they're they're planning, and I would expect a 
one or more hotels over there because they're they're planning uh, recreational fields exactly. to be a, a southeast regional point yeah. for. That's uh, a very important part of of our tourism is the sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you, you, I, I'm pretty sure I remember one of your presentations once you were commenting on results of surveys or answer bags, cards that you get. Do you, are you collecting feedback from tourists that have been here? Why Why were they here? How long did they stay? What did they like? What didn't they like? So we do that uh, very specific type survey um, every couple years. It, it is expensive. So uh, we look to do that again here in the near future. Um, but yeah, they, they come here for all those reasons that I listed a few minutes earlier. They, they love our quality of life, our, our trails, our green space, our beach, dining, mm-hmm. our restaurants. So uh, any new projects you're working on? Yes, we've been busy. So um, we recently have helped launch the officially designated cultural council for the county. It's called the Flathead County Cultural Council. And they received a resolution from the Board of County Commissioners designating them as such. And the tourism office was tasked to help kind of get them up and running and get them started. And so we've been working with a very dedicated group of volunteer individuals for the past couple years. And I'm pleased to announce that just last week we signed a service agreement with the Cultural Council, and what that essentially is is we are providing them funds, which is something that uh, has never been done before. No one's ever really come, stepped up to the to the plate and offered some money to help get these groups started. And this is an umbrella organization, so if you are cultural, history, arts, um, humanities, you fall in, that you could fall under this organization and. Um, we're looking to do a strategic plan here in the future where we'll be sending out surveys. We'll send out a press release and do a, a campaign to get people to share your thoughts and opinions of what you would like to see in our community or um, how you would like to see their efforts. Is it you know through events? Is it through programming? Uh, what does that look like? Is it a facility um, to help this organization kind of know where to how to spend their time? So we are providing some funding to to get that started for them, and we are funding the strategic plan for that. So we're pretty excited about that because that was in our strategic plan is to help um, get that started. So we'll be able to cross that off our list here. We're also going to be embarking on a community tourism master plan. And as we all know, our community continues to grow. And so with that, we want to be very mindful that our tourism product um, stays dispersed throughout the community, that it's not just concentrated in one specific area, that uh, we can spread the wealth, so to speak, all, all throughout the community. Um, so we, we're, we're going to be looking for resident input as well. Um, so be on the lookout for, for that. So um, all the folks that like to go on Facebook and and type in their opinions, this is the official way to do it when these surveys come out. Okay. You're um, really opening the door there, Amy. Bring it on. You want to hear it. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. Yep. Uh, what about a welcome center? I've heard 
different stories about Welcome Center. At one point, you were looking at some property down in Flagler Beach. Somebody mentioned uh, State Road 100 near the uh, the famous David Sullivan Bridge. <laughs> yes. So, um, again, I, I'll refer back to our strategic plan. We were tasked with um, looking into developing a visitor center, a welcome center that could be called multiple things because the consensus was from our stakeholders, there's really not a consumer-facing opportunity when people come into our community. There's really, you know, no place for someone to go that's a central location to get anything and everything they wanted to know about Flagler County, whether it be a new resident, potential investors, new students, someone want to bring their business here. And we felt it was important that um, our organization take the lead on something like that, especially, keep in mind, it would be 100% funded by visitors. So no Flyer County resident would be, um, you know, on the hook financially for for this type of effort. And so, um, yes, we've been doing due diligence for many years so that when we finally land on a location, we have felt like we could we have crossed all our T's and dotted all of our I's. And so right now all the stars are really aligning for us because in our strategic plan we were tasked with de- further developing other tourism assets so that we just don't rely on the beach. We don't have all of our eggs in one basket. So ecotourism came up. And so with the bridge being finished and right there on the south side of 100 is the going to be the Bulow Regional Sweetwater Creek nice. Regional Park. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. probably uh, <laughs> getting the, some of those words because uh, it's a long name. But it's a, a regional park. And so the bridge was $12 million federally funded. We just got approved for planning and design of this regional park, 1,000 acres, uh, that's one and a half million. So what a perfect opportunity for us to kind of sit near all that and be the gateway and the headquarters for all ecotourism and all Flagler County. But really we're looking for the opportunity to um, get in front of people for once, hear what they have to say, help direct them to other parts of the county. If you're in town, um, it's besides restaurants. Maybe they're in town and they didn't know about a show that was happening that night at the Flagler Auditorium, and we had the opportunity to tell them about it and sell the tickets right there while they're, while they're mm-hmm. in the, mm-hmm. in the and, center. And would that be like four years out or three years out or sooner? Uh, maybe three, mm-hmm. three to four. So we are. We have already uh, set aside 1.6 million, and we are um, working with our byway groups, the scenic A1A, and the Heritage Crossroads because that sits on a byway, to be able to apply for a federal byway grant. And we're waiting for that notice of funding, the grant application, to open up, probably next month or early October. So we'll try to get some money for there, um, and then also we're going to ask for state appropriation. And and yeah. the Northeast Florida Regional Council, they their board has recently made ecotourism and trails a priority in the region. So uh, they formed a steering committee that I'm on and are looking to partner with us to make this the regional eco center 
for all Northeast Florida. What exactly does eco ecotourism look like? Uh, well, for us, mainly for biking, so biking our trails and hiking, walking, um, kayaking. We have beautiful waterways. Oh, yeah. And, and, and resources like uh, Princess Place mm-hmm. and birding. Uh, yep. Now, what 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 do you see the long term prospect for Princess Place? I mean, it's going to be there forever, but do, do you see it evolving beyond what it is now, or is, does that have too many deed restrictions on it because of the original conveyance? I think there's more opportunity um, as long as it's a good fit. I think some guided tours, more guided tours. They have some now. I think more uh, comprehensive self-guided tours. I know we've looked into doing some augmented type reality where you can uh, use your phone to see we're researching this type of technology so that when someone goes out there, they can use their phone when a tour isn't available and kind of you know see the princess come to life or see the folks swimming in the pool and and having a more interactive type of education. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, we're running out of time. Is there any, you got a half a minute for a last thought if you have one. No, just be on the lookout for those two surveys because um, community input is, is, is important to the uh, Will they process. be online surveys yes. probably? Okay. Yes. Okay, and you'll, you'll be? We'll send out a press release. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Amy, it's always good to have you here. Uh, thanks for being back, and you're really busy and doing a great job. Thank you. Okay, any f- final thoughts, Walker? Amy's got the coolest job in the county. <laughs> All right, we'll come back next week, folks. We'll be here. I'm Toby Tobin, and I approve this show. <laughs>